What is up, my little chickens? You are listening to The Plurality Pod, a podcast about beautiful music and beautiful people. My name is Mikey, and as always, I am joined by the sensational DJ E Mood. Aaron, do you uh, do you enjoy electronic music? I enjoy electronic music, and I enjoy chickens raving to electronic music. Uh, me too. Let's talk about it. What up, chickens? Bark, bark. <laughs> we have a jam-packed, quick little show for you all today. We're going to start off with The Pit. We're going to introduce something called the I Listen to Everything Test. Then we're going to go into Drop of the Week and finish up with a new segment called Festy Besties. I'm ready. Bring it on. All right, all right, all right, all right. So I was on the old TikTok, and I found one by a producer named G-Zoom, and his TikTok quickly became one of my favorite accounts. And I am going to play this TikTok for you. I'm telling you, man, the egg must have come first because at some point, the thing that laid the egg wasn't a chicken. Yo, dude, it's okay. Let's just listen to some music or something. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Just play some music. Okay. What kind of music do you listen to? Oh, I listen to everything. Perfect. This night and this dream Shut your eyes. Okay, stop. What was that? Psytrance? What? Psytrance? <laughs> what? So that resonated with me because you'll ask people, oh, what kind of music do you listen to? And when someone says, oh, I listen to everything, that happens all the time. All the time. This TikTok made me think, what are some songs that you can play to people right away, like Mr. G-Zoom did, to really test if this person listens to everything, as they say? I have a really good one for this. I keep genre playlists on my Spotify that are, you know, just private to me. It's something I revert to depending on the vibe that I'm trying to provide for a party and also so that I just have them in my back pocket if I'm ever at a party and someone puts me on the spot and they're like, hey, will you DJ? And I'm like, uh, like not actually DJ, but like, you know, plug your phone in. I have one genre playlist called Hardstyle, and for those of you who don't know, Hardstyle can be pretty intense. It originated from the Netherlands in the 90s, and it's typically written at 140 BPM, so that's pretty fast, and it's just like really aggressive, overdriven, and hard-sounding kick drums. So the song that I chose to share with you all today is Legacy by Cruella and the remix is by Wild Styles, who is a Dutch hardstyle DJ. So let's listen to it. Like, doesn't this just make you want to rage? I will say hardstyle, you gotta have some energy for hardstyle. Hey! <laughs> I love this song so much, though. I think it's a great remix. <laughs> Corella's just that voice. As soon as you hear it, you know. 
and you know it has these lulls where then you just hear the lyrics which I think that's so cool when like someone takes a really intense genre and then makes a remix of you know a pretty digestible like a, an original digestible EDM song. Cruella makes pretty digestible EDM but then like, to put art style on top of it but let the lyrics like come through so beautifully. Still leaving that space between the hard style, letting the lyrics breathe. And I fucking love it. So good. Hard style is, you know, there's all the genres of EDM that you kind of make your way through. I made my way through dubstep. I'm making my way through house. Not at hard style yet. I do enjoy a wonderful hard style drop at a show, like well timed. Oh, hell yeah. People who are maybe like Timmy Trumpet is at a lot of festivals and he's pretty heavily influenced by hard style it's not always hard style and he plays his trumpet live you know which is so dope just like grizz does with his sax like you just really have to give it to those people playing their instruments live and then to go into hard style from that it's like come on that's so badass (laughs) something that truly no one else has done and if there are other people who are doing it i apologize and i would love to hear your wonderful saxophone hard style combos for mine i uh, went a lot of different directions in my head for what would be the best thing to show to somebody who says I listen to everything to really put that to the test. And I settled on Sudden Death. And if you're familiar with Sudden Death, you immediately know why. I'm going to play a song called Maze of Punishment from Void 2. When you talk about the genre that Sudden Death is and Void is, honestly, it feels all above my head. It's scary. I listened to Sudden Death for like 45 minutes to find the right one. Oh, wow. I need to take a bath after that. (laughs) I'm definitely dirty after that. (laughs) So here is Maze of Punishment by Sudden Death from Void 2. Ah, where are my wooks at? That's some wookie ass shit, that's for sure. (laughs) At this point in the song, it almost feels like a totally new song and (laughs) is a totally new sound from anything else that has happened thus far. Challenge me. Oh god, just when you thought the drop already happened, here's the actual drop. Yeah, that's definitely some woke shit. Pull out your pashminas, everybody. I truly enjoy getting the pashmina out and just sinking into a song like that i did want to take the opportunity to talk about sudden death because in doing research for this podcast and in listening to all of that i learned a lot about what is a really interesting person somebody who was in metal bands but also professional jazz bands indie bands played the mandolin that was all before discovering ableton which For listeners who might not know, that's a digital audio workstation that a lot of producers use to make music. And then once he did get into Ableton, he started making Big Room House. Oh, sick. Then in 2015, he started Sudden Death and has evolved 
to what you just heard from Void 2. Quite different than Big Room. <laughs> it couldn't be more different. Couldn't be more. I mean, I'm sure it could be more different, but still, that's like very different. Incredible. And a quote he had, he said, kind of the reason he has been drawn to dubstep is because it's much more technical than other genres. And he feels it gives him more freedom as an artist. So I thought that was super interesting. I know it's not for everyone if you're into vibes or house that's not going to be your vibe. And definitely when I first got into EDM and melodic bass, that wasn't something I would have sought out by any means. But if you've seen something like that live and experienced it, you definitely grow an appreciation for it. Oh, 100%. I think there's room for every kind of genre that exists in EDM. It's just for me about how much you intake at one time. Because... Yeah, I'll give it to Sudden Death, I'll give it to Kaiwachi, I'll give it to all the people who go really hard and, like, really get in your anger feels. But if you're doing that 100% of the time, I just think that's maybe not the best. (laughs) You just gotta, like, you know, you gotta level it out with some chiller stuff, too, that makes you feel really good. Because if you're angry all the time, then you're, like, emitting that out. So I totally agree. In the range of EDM, it's awesome to... Spend a little time here, a little time there. And honestly, it makes music speak more too, because if you're feeling like the, a roller coaster of emotions while listening to different genres, tiny segue. I have this thing about artists who upload a song on Spotify and they don't put their lyrics, because that's a new thing. You can like look at the lyrics like of the song. Yep, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. If you have lyrics in your music, put them in the spotify and also go on to genius.com and submit your lyrics for the people to see because if i ever hear a song that like has a lot of lyrics and i can't understand what they're saying if it's not on spotify i look it up on google if i can't find anything there it's like kind of like shit out of luck if you're trying to translate emotion into a song and you want people to like really understand the song and how it was written from your perspective if they don't know what the lyrics are that are happening like i just feel like it loses a lot of its integrity does that make sense yeah absolutely and a lot of times i just want to know the words and when i click there and it doesn't have the words i'm like hmm I wish it did. People want to sing along. If you're at a sporting event and you hear, oh, everyone wants to sing because they know that they can sing that. It's it's like a unifying thing, right? So if you're playing a song out and no one knows the words, people can't sing along and be like in the vibes. And it's all about being in the vibes. That's where we want to stay. That's where we want to live. We want to stay in the vibes. And sudden death can be there with us. Absolutely. But I do love what you said about the spectrum of music and spending time in in each one to not have all your emotions be anger or all your emotions be sad or all your emotions be uplifting per se you know experiencing all the different emotions for sure is super healthy i think when i was in middle school i listened to a lot of like dark heavy rock music to this day love the genre so much but i was listening to like Corn and Slipknot and they're all very talented and I would never like say anything bad about those bands but if you're listening to that 100% of the time like it can bring your mood down for sure <laughs> you want to hear what I was listening to in middle school what are you gonna play it for me <laughs> yes yes I am catch a grenade for ya Bruno Mars a certified banger Uh, i was so emo crying tears in bed about woe is me this girl doesn't like me oh 
Your version of emo and my version of emo are very different from those that time period in our lives. Very different. <laughs> I was homeschooled. This was like the most emo thing I could discover at that oh, point in life. Oh, I didn't know that about you, Mikey. Ooh, another new thing that you have discovered. That's so cute. Yeah, you know me. I love that. That explains why you have really great manners. Does it? Because I feel like your parents just phrased you right. Ah, I'll tell them <laughs> you said that. They're pretty great. I'm big fans of them. Please do. I mean, there's no way that you're so amazing and they're not. Okay, stop, stop. That's very sweet. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. I appreciate you. You probably have incredible parents as well, I must say. They're pretty stellar. All right, you want to move on? Indeed. That was a wonderful discussion. I truly enjoyed it. And now we're going to move on to drop of the week. Let's go. Moody, I want to hear what you got for us. Oh, my God. I have a song. That, when I heard it for the first time, it was on Instagram, and it was just like a teaser clip. And I was like, oh my god, I'm going to fuck with the song really hard. <laughs> you already knew. Yeah, I already knew. Like, the vibes were there for me, for sure. And honestly, it's like two people who are amazing people, like, outside of music. You can just tell that they are just, like, really decent humans. So it made me really happy to see them collab and, like, put out this, this awesome song together. So my drop of the week is Color of Your Soul by Grizz and Closey. do you think your soul is, Moody? I actually have a funny story about that. I once had an energy healing done and she told me the color of my energy is amber. Like a sparkly amber. That's hilarious that I just asked you what the color of your soul is and you had a legitimate answer. That's what she told me. <laughs> That's amazing. So you have an amber soul. such a good song. It's one of those songs that just like melts. Melts in your mouth, not in your hands. And then it goes into this beautiful like moment in the forest and you're like listening to a tribe chant. It's just, oh, I love it. I love every part of it. I love both of them. Like just give it to me more. <laughs> this must have been incredible at Forest. Oh yeah, right? I don't know if Cozy was there, but Grizz was. And you know Grizz, like he just throws down every freaking set. Like has Grizz ever done a set that was bad? No. Absolutely not. Or not even bad, like has Grizz ever done a set that didn't completely like blow your pants off? No, <laughs> never. Pants were gone. No pants. <laughs> Thank you Grizz for just taking everyone's pants and blowing them away. That song is just such a journey. Hats off to both of them. Global bass is something that Closey does really well. And uh, I, I love sounds that are just like so tribal and organic. For me, it like brings humanity into the music. There's one race and it's the human race. Is that why it's called global bass? 
I can tell you here, it's pulled up. Global base stretches from UK Grime to Cumbia, Mumbatan, Juke, and Trap. Many other different roots and beat incarnations. So it's like a bunch of different genres coming together. I know Closey does world bass, and I know she's just phenomenal at it. Absolutely. So give it to me. Give me more, Closey. I'm excited to see her at Izu. Oh, we're going to vibe. It's going to be tough, actually, because I'm pretty sure that she is closing out the festival on Riverside. Martin Garrix is closing out Main Stage. Carl Cox is closing out Hilltop. I, I've never seen any of them live, so I'm like, oh, they're all very, very different. I respect them all for like so many reasons. Carl Cox is a legend. Closey is freaking amazing, and she's a woman. And Martin Garrix is like a little tiny baby, and he's so cute. Come on, they're all amazing. How am I supposed to choose Izu? How am I supposed to choose? <laughs> you must. You have to. It's bullshit. I. You know what? I needs to happen. I just need to make two clones of myself so I can be at each one. But then your clones are going to keep their own memory. So each individual clone is going to have an individual experience. Okay, Mikey, we're in the Matrix now. We're all in our goo pods. <laughs> I would be remiss if I didn't mention the new Grizz song, Feel No Pain, that just Ooh. came out. That one is also a beautiful message. Hell yeah. And it samples a Tupac song. Oh, I didn't know that because I'm uncultured. That's amazing. I know uncultured i'm just a little older than you that's all more cultured <laughs> i just been around a few more years just a couple when music hits you oh no wait is that a bob marley song oh my god hold on oh my god it's bob marley i'm sorry <gasps> bob marley is the original artist who wrote the lyrics to um when music hits, you feel no pain. Bob. Well, what a great message for a song. And what a great song to be turned into a Grizz song. Heck, yeah. And obviously, another stellar human. Real recognizes real. Bob Marley and Grizz. Doesn't get much better than that. Absolutely. I won't go into my drop of the week. I've got Follow by 12th Planet. Vocals by Katie Sky. Kind of a longer buildup on this one because I left in some of the melodic bass ahead of the drop, but I'm excited about it. I wanted to make sure to include that melodic bass to show the contrast. Here it is. That one's fun. I that just took like me that on a ride for sure. I've never heard the song before. Is that new? That came out in 2020. Oh, nice. I don't know much 12th Planet, but I would definitely see him live. I don't either, but that one popped up in one of my song radios recently, 
and I love that drop. It's got a little something for all the dubstep homies. I also like in the drop, there's like that little fake out before the actual drop. It's like, oh, I'm going to give you a little bit. Oh, here's a little bit more. Snaps for the drop of the week. Wonderful job. Wonderful job. Thanks for listening to us, chickens. (laughs) (laughs) Now we're on to the final segment of this podcast, Festy Besties, a segment where we're just going to talk about a bestie or two that we met at a Festy or a show. Do you want to go first? Well, first I want to say that I have met a ton of incredible people at raves and shows and festivals. It was hard for me to choose, but I'm going to kick it off with someone who Mikey and I both know. I met him at a Seven Lions show in December 2019 at Alvin Gardner in Brooklyn. What? December 27th. Was it on your actual birthday? Brief interlude while the errands remember what day this concert occurred on. It happened on or just around Aaron Frenchie's birthday. The first time we'd seen Seven Lions. In the beginning, it was Midas played and then Jason Ross played. Two incredible artists. And then Seven Lions went on. But there was this really tall dude who was like in front of us was like definitely over six feet tall so he was kind of blocking our view but then out of nowhere he like clacks the fan out and he turns around and he starts waving it at all of us like with such force and we were like oh my god we are so hot thank you for doing this you gorgeous man you you angel you that's when things all changed we weren't upset anymore that he was tall and standing in front of us because then we became friends that is textbook how to be tall at shows because you're standing in front of people and people are going to be like i can't see i can't see but if you bring some element yeah if you have a fan or if you're dancing and you're like turning around and you're like dancing with people like you can be tall and at the front you just can't stand there and not move the stationary tall man that's a tough one yeah stationary tall man you gotta go to the back just do something so anyway we became really really good friends with this lovely human his name is james but we all call him shoulder boy shoulder boy because that night he literally says to aaron french would you like to go for a shoulder ride and she says yes he's like tell me when your song comes on and i'll put you on my shoulders so she did he scoops her up and she's up there and she can see the whole the whole crowd he gave a shoulder ride also to me it was just so magical because i'd never been on anyone's shoulders before like at a show and especially being up at the front i am looking at like one side there is a sea of fucking ravers who if you go to seven lions shows you know like his fans are really fucking dope people so like everyone's happy they all know the words and then on the other side of me seven lions is fucking throwing it down and like at alvin gardner you know they have these like huge ass led like screens his amazing visuals are just like so intense and just beautiful and like a melodic dubstep is playing and side trance is playing and i'm like just beam me up to heaven i've died happy and yeah that's that's shoulder boy if you want you can follow him at shoulder underscore boy boy he's awesome having also experienced a shoulder ride he has some thick shoulders dude he picks up people the size of himself and i'm like how do you do that he's a unit and he uses his powers for good. Calling him a unit is definitely the move. He, he is one unit. <laughs> one unit. He's such a cool guy. Oh, he's the best. Big fan of Shoulder Boy. Shout out, James. What up, James? We love you. 
So who's your festy bestie, Mikey? This was a really easy one for me. My festy bestie is Vanna. We met at Izu at Alice in Wonderland. Then went to Said the Sky and Slander and Seven Lions. It was at Riverside, the most sardined set I've ever been to. Dog Blood, aka Skrillex, was headlining, and they put Seven Lions at Riverside, and it was smushed. But Seven Lions, of course, crushed it. That was my first time seeing him live. Then Van and I wanted the party to keep going, so we ended up getting after-party tickets to Eric Prids, and at the time... We were like, oh, we, we don't really listen to trance, but we'll go, I guess, to keep it going. Shout out trance music. Our music tastes evolve and everything is wonderful. And Hell yeah. even if you're not enjoying it at the time, maybe you will in the future. That's what I have learned. He's mostly progressive house. Yeah, this was a very trancey set. Oh, was it? There was no words whatsoever. It was like, you know, 3.30 yeah, yeah. a.m. And he was just hitting you with like... Love it. Yeah, it was it was an experience. But then Vanna, who lives in New York, we just started texting each other music. And then we had the opportunity to go to a bunch of shows together. And once you go to enough shows together with someone, you just kind of get on the same wavelength. You have inside jokes. And uh, her friendship means a ton to me. She's a rad human being who you have gotten the opportunity to meet as well. Yeah, I like immediately once you introduced her to... Frenchie and I, like, we were like, oh, yeah, like, she's great. And then, you know, same thing. Izu, but last year, we just hung out the whole time because we wanted to hang out with you. And then we were like, no, she's really awesome, too. And now we have all these really amazing friends. I love it so much. Yeah, so we've got a little group chat, me, Vanna, and the Aarons, Moody, and Frenchie, where we send our music, and it's wonderful. It's the best. I appreciate all my festy besties. So very much. Shout out to the other Festy Besties. I also wanted to say for the I Listen to Everything test earlier, my first reaction was to play a song called Spittoon that Vanna showed me because when she first showed it to me in 2019, I remember saying to her, I actually think that I do not like this song. I'm sorry. I actually think. <laughs> but my taste has progressed and I think I listened to it three times today in preparation for this podcast. Do you want to listen to it for like 20 seconds? Shout out to Vanna. Hell yeah, bring it on. All right, gear up for this one. Let's go. Welcome to the Salty Spittoon. How tough are you? How tough am I? How tough am I? I had a bowl of nails for breakfast this morning. Yeah, so, 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 So I made you listen to Sudden Death, so I won't go too far with the the salty spittoon. <laughs> the salty spittoon. Shout out to SpongeBob. Shout out to SpongeBob. It was the first song I ever said to her that I actually don't think that I like this one. But now you do. But now I do. Yeah, you, you had to let it marinate. Yeah, it was a journey. It marinated. Same with me. Like I will admit that I wasn't always super into like bro step sound, like the harder dubstep, but it has grown on me all part of the journey and you see that with artists as their music like evolves and changes and yeah one sure. of my favorite things about music absolutely i very much look forward to making like i don't want to be categorized as a genre artist at all like i want to make a song pretty much in every genre <laughs> i'm so excited to hear all of it 
That's my mission. Every EDM genre that exists, that would be so dope. That's such a cool mission. I support you, and I think that you should do it. Thank you. Yeah, that's that's the goal. So look out. Look out. It's coming at you. Ah, that brings us to the end of another episode. It's been real. So, chickens, if you want to follow us on social media, you can find us on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram at PluralityPod. We're starting to post some content. We've got some TikToks out there, some fun stuff. So check it out. That's all for me. Peace. Peace, love, and applesauce. Also, if you want to send us a DM, like, go for it. If you want to hear something special on the podcast, hit us up. We want to talk to you. Just hit us with your messages. Say, dance, monkey, dance. This is what I want you to speak about. (laughs) The salty spittoon. Dance, monkey, dance. (laughs) (laughs) That's the end. Deuces. Thank you, Mikey. Talk to you later. Peace, love, and applesauce. Peace, love, and applesauce.